Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for being here, for being alive, for having a beating heart, for having breath flowing through your lungs. I'm so happy to be here, so grateful, so honored. Uh, there's some new settings that I'm appreciating. Some kind of green box just popped up and um, there's the ability to share your live video on the story as a story <clears throat> above. So anyway, some new ways to engage some, some more uh, passionate community and discussion and engagement. So that feels, uh, that feels good. I have to say the green is a little bit, um, disorienting because it's like coming up on my screen. So, um, I may have to send a little note to Facebook about that, but of course there's no human beings that run Facebook. So no one will, no one will ever get that except some kind of computer, some kind of algorithm. Had a beautiful day yesterday. Uh, went on a hike. Some photos are up. If you scroll through my feed, you'll see. Connecting with nature and communing with nature. And just a reminder what a beautiful teacher the natural world is. And the reason that the, the natural world is such a beautiful teacher is that we are nature. We are nature. We're 100% natural. We're 100% organic. Well, at least we're mostly organic. Uh, may have some false teeth or whatever, but we're mostly organic. <clears throat> and it's important to recognize that and realize that and ground in that truth. And that is so much. Hi, Jessica. Welcome. That's so much what I want to delve into more today. So first, we're going to take just a really brief meditation to just crown and be present together. By the way, um, I'm posting here on my personal profile today, and there's 132 episodes before this, and you can see all of them now on YouTube. I'm really excited about that. <clears throat> and on Facebook, you can see them on my Facebook page, which is Brian Piergrossi Love inspiration, inner peace, something like that. You can see it there. 132 previous episodes, hundreds of hours of enlightening, insightful, inspiring, truth-seeking, truth-finding content of unconditional love, inner peace, freedom, empowerment. Welcome Akshaya. So let's take a deep breath. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. Inhale 
and exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Three more. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. One more deep breath. Inhale. And exhale. Just allowing whatever's come before this moment <clears throat> in the workplace, in the family place, in the roadways to be let go, just opening into, dropping into, just being, being fully present here and now together, recognizing and realizing that when we're fully present here and now together, that's when a co-creative intelligence arises that allows the magic, the miracles, the insights the inspirations, the epiphanies, the clarity, the openings of the heart, the integration, the evolution and reintegration to emerge and move through us as clear open channels. In a co-creative intelligence and a co-creative energy. So then what I'm sharing with words is what's being informed by all of us in the depth of our presence together. That's the intention. That every moment we move in this co-creative intelligence together, what I often call the unified resonant field. The unified resonant field. The unified resonant field is always the case, but the key is for us to open up in awareness through being deeply, fully present together to this unified resonant field, and then we're able to dance in it, to co-create with it, to participate in it. We're the poets that write the next line. We're the singers and musicians that play the next note together. And we can play the most beautiful music. We can write the most beautiful poetry together when we're present together, when we drop into the space of presence together. So everything that I'm really pointing to and speaking to is really about that, which is this right here and now. So within that, there's this, there's this essence of really embracing all the parts of oneself, whatever arises in the moment, really wholly, fully embracing whatever arises in the moment. To be in the space of being completely open and available to the moment in an unconditional embrace of now, right? So all the parts of yourself, all the aspects of yourself, all the emotional range, all the, the thought stream, the full range of the thought stream, the full range of the physical experience, sensual experience. 
right? And that brings up a really important question, which is when it comes to spiritual pathway or spiritual journey, which can also be the religious pathway, the religious journey, <clears throat> why has there been so much repression, suppression, shame, blame, guilt, self-loathing around sexual energy, right? And particularly in the era we're in now, in the space that we're in now, so much shame and blame and guilt and self-loathing around sexual energy and sexual desire that we can kind of forget why there's such an attraction to this energy, why we love it so much, why we enjoy it, why we appreciate it, what its healing powers are, what its transformative powers are. And we can transcend this disconnect between what's innate inside us and what we're the energy that flows innately inside us and what we're trying to repress and suppress and squelch and why for what reason what's the point like it's kind of like trying to stop your eyes from blinking or trying to stop your heart from beating or trying to stop your lungs from breathing sexual desire is as innate innate and natural as any of these other aspects of ourselves So this idea that repressing your sexuality or suppressing your sexuality or your sexual energy or sexual desire is somehow going to bring you closer to God or bring you closer to heaven or bring you closer to Allah or bring you closer to anything is ridiculous. It's absolutely, totally, 100% ridiculous. It's actually probably one of the dumbest ideas that's ever been spread throughout the world and when i say throughout the world i mean like the whole it's it's pervasive now you know across the world and not only does it not bring you any closer but it actually creates a separation it creates a barrier it takes you farther away from god and takes you farther away from yourself and the recognition that the divine the infinite and you are actually one and the same and everything is an expression of the divine. Everything is an expression of love. And everything is actually an ex expression of sexuality because everything is actually an expression of creation. The masculine and feminine come together, create a baby, right? But that energy creates everything that we see around us. The trees, the flowers, the river, the ocean, the stars, the clouds. Everything is in the process of co-creation. Everything is in the process of making love and creating new forms out of that union, right? 
So why is there a need for such repression and suppression and shame and blame and guilt and self-loathing around an energy that's so natural, innate, and is such a strong natural desire and motivation for how we move in the world? Why? What's the reason? Is it helping people? Is it, is it, is it making people happier? Is it making people more filled with ecstasy and bliss and communion? and expansiveness and joy is it is it serving is it serving anything in a positive way this flow of energy is what we want to be in in every aspect of ourselves so the flow of energy from from thoughts to emotion to feeling to sensation to be fully in the moment fully here fully engaged fully alive fully now, fully ourselves, you know, fully authentic. And that's where this incredible sense of freedom, this incredible sense of love, this incredible sense of inner peace, and this incredible sense of freedom and empowerment, did I say freedom twice? Maybe because it's just important, is available within us to be given to everyone as a natural innate gift in the moment. So it doesn't mean you have to do anything. I think that's one of the, the really interesting paradoxes about this. When you're in the flow of this energy, it doesn't mean that you have to have sex or have some kind of result or have some kind of expectation fulfilled. You're actually, you in the moment are fulfilled in and of yourself, just allowing the energy to flow through you. That's a really essential point. That's a contradiction from what the mind thinks it's supposed to be. Because see, when we're really like on the hunt to fill something that's lacking inside ourselves, it's because we think we don't have it and we feel like we don't have it. But once we have it in the moment, we're fulfilled in ourselves in and of the moment. So another can be a, an amplification of that, you know, can... If I'm of a masculine essence or I'm of a feminine essence and someone comes in, there's a polarity that can um, amplify the energy, shall we say, intensify the energy. But no one can ever give us what we don't already have inside ourselves. So there's a fullness. There's a, Only when there's a fullness, when there's a completeness, when there's a wellness of being, when there's a wholeness of being in ourselves in this moment, can there be... Beautiful, wonderful, shared, powerful, dynamic, shared sexual experience with with someone else, with another. The other thing that's really interesting is that well, there's a lot of things that are really interesting. This may have to be like two videos, but. I do see an area or a reason why when I really started to look into it deeply, this is more recently, why there's such a fear around sexual energy and sexual desire. And the reason is because there can be a loss of self 
And this is where it ties directly into non-duality, into um, awakening, spiritual awakening, what could be called enlightenment, the realization of self. Because when you lose the small self, the ego, the sense that wants to control, the sense of a separate self that wants to control circumstances, then you open to the infinite self, the absolute self, the essence of who you are. And when we are attached and identified to the ego, we're terrified of that. We're afraid of that. And sexual energy, sexual desire, orgasm, these spaces can bring that into being. So when you're in the fullness of the moment, you lose the sense of ego. And we're afraid of that. We're afraid of losing control. We're afraid, and we're afraid of losing control. And yet, underneath that, it's what we desire the most. It's what we want the most. We want to let go. We just want to let go. We just want to surrender. Right? So I don't see any really good reason, but if I had to like speculate on a reason or if I had to feel into the reason, it, that's the reason. There's actually the French, the French um, term for orgasm is there's a term that, that translates to English as the little death. The little death. So when you have this, it's beautiful because when you have this little death, which is really the death of the small self, the ego, the illusionary sense of separation, the illusionary sense of control. You open to the vastness. There's an awareness of awareness itself. You open to the vastness, the infinite, in the field of infinite possibility, in the field of infinite creativity. The creative energy is the sexual energy. The creative energy is the sexual energy. The sexual energy is the creative energy. They're the same exact thing. And the sexual energy can be channeled into creative energy. So the same energy that gives birth to babies can give birth to a poem, can give birth to a new song, can give birth to a new idea for a project can give birth to a new film, can give birth to a new dance routine. It's, it's the essence of, of the purest, most beautiful creative expression. So as I said before, equally as important as awakening to the spiritual energy and allowing the spiritual energy to move through us is the liberation of the sexual energy. And I don't even see them as really two different things. I see them as one and the same. It's kind of like when we're talking about sexual energy, we're kind of focusing on the lower chakras. Talking about spiritual energy, <clears throat> we're focusing on the higher chakras. But you want to be, do you want to be cut in half? Do you want to be a person that's divided? Do you want to be a person that's has a, has a division? Inside you, want to be a person that do you want to be a person that's shut down, that's blocked down, 
that's blocking the energy, that's suppressing their energy, that's repressing their energy. Why? Why have we done that to ourselves? Why have we continued to do that to ourselves? I think it's a really important inquiry. It's a really important conversation. At least to have with inside yourself. And I also feel that one of the reasons that we have such violence in the world right now is because we have such repression and suppression around sexual energy. So when the when energy is like blocked and locked down, there's a sense of frustration. There's a sense of not feeling aligned, of not feeling connected to yourself. And there's a sense of anger that comes from that place. And needing to vent, you know, in a way that's that's discordant. But when you're connected in all the aspects of yourself and you're aligned and you're attuned in all the aspects of yourself, there's a sense of relaxation. There's a sense of being at peace with yourself, regardless of what you do or don't do. There's a sense of being at peace and at home in yourself. And the being at peace and at home in yourself can only come to being when you embrace and are at peace with all the parts of yourself. Including your sexual energy, your sexuality, your sexual desire, your sexual fantasies, whatever is there, whatever is arising in the moment. To be at peace with it, to be at home with it, to be in love with it. And whenever anybody else says about it, it doesn't really matter what people think about it or don't think about it. It's, it's pretty irrelevant. Even what you think about it is pretty irrelevant. Even what I think about is pretty irrelevant, right? What I think about my own desires or feelings is kind of irrelevant. What's, what's here is what's here. What's alive is what's live. What's in this moment is in this moment. What's in now is in it now. Am I in the flow of the energy or not? Am I alive to this moment or not? Am I vital to this moment or not? Am I here and now or not? Whatever my judgment about it is or the way I think it should be or shouldn't be or whether it's meeting my expectation or not meeting my expectation, all that is largely irrelevant. That's to be embraced also, by the way. When you have judgments that arise about your, your sexuality or your sexual desire, embrace that if that's what's here. The gateway to, to unconditional love, to inner freedom, to inner peace, to um, just the deepest sense of, of self-love and, and awakening to the absolute self, the, the way to, to that, if you, even, you can even say a way, it's not really even a way, but the, the pointer to that is really simple, you know, and everyone has said it universally, the truth is universal. I don't see any deviation anywhere in the world from any teacher or sage or, you know, um, awakened being. They're all saying the same thing in different words. And it's so simple. It, it's, it's difficult perhaps to apply, right? Because every moment is different, right? So there's a lot to say about that in the relative sense. But the basic truth is love what is. Love this moment. Be with what is, accept what is, embrace what is, 
That's it. And sometimes what is, is, is sexual energy and sexual desire. So why repress it? Why suppress it? You think that's going to bring you closer to God? I mean, who, why? Why did we start all that, the whole thing? I mean, I, I understand it's, it's a huge part of all of our conditioning. But it's something that really needs to be transcended and seen through. And that will bring about a tremendous, a really tremendous revolution, evolution in our consciousness and our world. So I really honor and a lot of, a lot of my friends on Facebook and social media and the tantric world or whatever other worlds, the artistic world writers and artists and uh, models and photographers and filmmakers and um, yeah, just anyone who's, who's really um, on this path of bringing the integration into being of these energies and, and putting an end to this separation and division between these aspects of ourselves. I really honor those people as heroes, you know, I really, I really, I really respect them putting themselves out and being pioneers and being on the edge of bringing that into being more and more. It's not what's most important. It's not what's, what's, um, most essential yet when it's what's here in the moment, it is right. So whatever is arising to embrace it, to be in the flow of the energy in a really conscious and in a really conscious, aware and awake way. And when you do, when you do that, you stay connected to yourself and then you stay connected to who you're with. And when you don't do that, you disconnect from yourself and you disconnect from who you're with. So. Um, if I'm a priest and I've repressed and suppressed my sexuality and perhaps even my homosexuality and I feel shame and guilt and self-loathing about it um, or something that I'm trying to squelch or hide, it's still there. So now I've disconnected from myself. And that will come out in a really distorted way of um, sexual molestation with an altar boy or something of this nature, right? Because I'm not connecting to myself. I'm not whole in myself. I'm not honoring the flow of energy inside me. I'm not authentic with it. I'm not speaking to it. I'm not, I'm not, um, yeah, just, just honoring and embracing what, what I am and what's here and what's alive. So what I see in embracing what's alive and embracing our sexuality and our sexual energy, our sexual desires is just a more loving, beautiful, connected, ecstatic, blissful, joy-filled world. And the last thing I want to say about it is to go back to the first point of like losing a sense of self 
how when you're in the sense of sexual desire in a sense of orgasmic state, you lose the sense of self, right? And there's something to lose a sense of self is to lose a sense of control is to have to fully completely let go. That's the practice. That's the practice, but that's the only practice there ever is. That is the only practice there ever is. So we're basically like letting go in each moment, letting go of control, the illusion of control, letting go of all the ideas of how it's supposed to be, letting go of all the sense of expectation. And then this moment becomes orgasmic, right? Not, not in a sense, in a very quiet, simple, still, clear sense, right? Kind of like being emptied out. There's a, there's an, an absolute emptiness, which is also an absolute fullness in this moment. So this can be just walking down the street, you know, looking at a flower, watching ants on the sidewalk. It's an energy that's innately inside us in each and every moment. But there's something, there is something dangerous about it. There is something scary about it. And the last thing I want to say is to embrace that, to embrace that, to embrace that sense of danger in, in life itself, that the danger is going from the known to the unknown. The danger is going from the known to the unknown. When we know what's going to happen, we feel safe, but we're full of shit because we don't know what's going to happen. So there's actually danger in every moment. And I'm saying embrace the danger. Don't act like it's not here. Don't act like it shouldn't be here. It's what brings the sense of aliveness. It's what brings the sense of adventure. It's what brings the sense of passion. It's what brings a sense of curiosity. It's what brings a sense of inspiration is the not knowing. And the truth is you don't know. So stop acting like you do, right? I don't know. None of us know, right? All we know is what's happened in the past, but what's happened in the past is not what's going to happen in the future. And it's not what's going to happen right now. It's not what's going to happen in the next moment. So when we recognize and realize this, we can embrace the danger and it brings an aliveness to us. And now we're no longer shut down. We're no longer, we're no longer blocked inside. So sexual desire, sexual ecstasy, orgasm, there's an, there's a, there's a deep vulnerability there. And I would say, I would say even more so for women, there's a deep vulnerability in that space, right? But don't suppress it or repress it because that's also where the deepest vulnerability is also where the deepest potentiality for liberation, for letting go, for losing control comes into being. So when you feel connected to yourself, when you can feel connected to whatever's arising in yourself, when you feel connected to sexual attraction, when you feel connected to sexual desire, when you feel connected to sense of danger, when you feel connected to a sense of losing control, when you feel connected to a sense of 
wanting to let go, when you feel a sense of not wanting to let go, but kind of wanting to let go, of, of feeling control, but wanting to lose control. When you have a sense of self-awareness and you can embrace whatever's arising, there's something that opens up that transcends whatever the temporary condition is, or the temporary feeling or sensation is. And we open up to this essence of who and what we truly are. So let's really look closely at this this notion, this this absurd, ridiculous, unbelievably stupid idea that to repress or suppress your sexuality that's pervaded that's pervaded the entire world that that somehow brings you closer to God. Let's really look at that closely and see the the, the stupidity of it, and open up to a sense of awakening that embraces all the parts of ourselves and loves all the parts of ourselves and can dance and play in all the parts of ourselves and express that in the world and open to a deeper sense of, of, of peace inside ourselves, of stillness inside ourselves, of silence, of rest inside ourselves, of, of self-love, of absolute self-love, of, of freedom, of empowerment and share that energetically vibrationally just through being present with all we come who all who we come in contact with moment by moment you know just celebrating ourselves just celebrating the essence of who we are as spiritual beings and animal beings and the integration of all those components of ourselves so thanks so much for being here Wish you a beautiful weekend. I intend to be back on Monday around the same time, 12 noon. Feel free to, to share thoughts, feedback in the, uh, in the thread. And also feel free to delve into the links I posted if you want to delve in deeper to things that I'm offering. Love you all. See you in the next now.